Hi, welcome to the Be Beautifully You podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Wickham. I am a woman passionate about being who you were created to be. My goal is to help women and even men step more confidently into who they are through life applications and step-by-step guides to help you find your purpose. I am here to use my heart and passion to help you rediscover your passions so that you can start living the life that you dreamed of and become your best self. So join me and my special guests as we have conversations around topics I believe need to be discussed more for overall self-improvement. Hi everyone and welcome back to Be Beautifully You podcast. This is episode three. It's a new year, and I thought what a great way to start is to talk to someone who's gone through the process of really knowing what their passion and purpose is, and talk with them to walk us through the journey that he's been on over the years. My husband, Tim Wickham. Tim is a husband, a father, an entrepreneur, a fixer, a maker, and overall, a goofball. Married to his best friend for over 19 years with two amazing boys, ages 11 and 6. He loves soccer, movies, plays the violin, beautifully I must say, and loves technology. He's been focused on growing emotionally and spiritually and is an overall self-improvement junkie. So welcome, Tim. Thanks, Sharon. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be on your podcast and uh, honored to be your first guest. Of course. So my first question for you is, have you always known or thought you knew what your purpose was? Well, the simple answer is is no. Um, now that I know what my purpose is, I can look back and see how I've known many parts of my purpose, mm-hmm. but never had the plan laid out simply and with clarity. Mm-hmm. So the longer answer is, like most people, I've been searching finding and living parts of it, but still feeling lost and unsure. Well, until now. So now you know what your purpose is. What is it? Well, it is to be an influential person working within the community to support the needs of the helpless while engaging the churches, government, and surrounding businesses. Okay. What is, for you, a time that was truly a learning experience for you in pursuing your purpose and what was it like to go through that? The biggest pivot or biggest awareness in the pursuit of my purpose came after I was laid off uh, from my corporate job and it was out of my own trying to be a consultant. Um, I no longer had a boss telling me what to do and how to do things. I was self-reliant. If I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. If I wanted to work to get money from services I performed, I needed to go get it. Mm -hmm. Here's where it got hard for me. I no longer wanted to do things that I didn't care about or didn't like doing. I wanted to do things that brought me joy. I mean, I don't know about you, but I like to have fun when I do stuff. Right. Uh, You know, that thing that took up most of my day, that thing we called work, Hmm. it took most of my energy too. I mean, you as my wife, you get what's left of me, right? I wanted it to be that maybe it fueled me and gave me excitement as I finish my work day. I'm air quoting for those who are wondering what I'm doing here. You can't see me. (laughs) But that work to be fun and it fueled me and gave me excitement and joy and I give energy to my wife and to my children. Uh, But for that, I needed to know what I was created for. Mm. I needed to know what my purpose is and what value I will bring to this world. 
I've been a self-improvement junkie for most of my life, always reading, watching, attending conferences, and pushing myself to be a better person. By this pivotal point, I had learned a lot about the importance of understanding one's purpose. Heck, I tried to help businesses find theirs and build them a new future. <laughs> what changed was, is that I stopped asking books, podcasts, videos, mentors, and I asked the creator of the universe. I asked God, what is my purpose? Now, I think we all ask that question, especially when we feel lost. I mean, I was, I was feeling lost, but I knew I needed to know this. Like, I know, God, that you want me to know my purpose so that I can be your hands and feet. We sing that song in church. Right. You know, I want to be your hands. I want to be your feet. And, but I want to be a resource to his kingdom. I just don't want to exist. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to live a life of value and purpose. Lord, you must tell me. I remember crying out to God, saying, God, you have got to tell me. So I stopped pursuing the answers from others and focused my energies on hearing from the Creator. He made me. And here's the beautiful thing. It happened. It didn't take long. I was so hungry to know my purpose that I was desperate to hear it. Mm. I think that was a big, the big change for me was being so hungry, so desperate to hear that I could actually hear. Right. And once my purpose statement was written down, it's been a journey to uncover all the meaning of it. God is more complex than making me to be one thing. I'm not defined by what I do here on earth. I'm defined by what he has made me to be. And all the things that I will accomplish will be my legacy, not my purpose. I'm not just a father. I'm not just a goofball. <laughs> I'm not just a husband. I'm an influential person working within my community here in Wellington, Colorado to support the needs of those that are lonely, depressed, isolated, broken, and scared while engaging the churches, the government, and businesses to accomplish all these tasks and adventures set before me. Wow, that's pretty awesome. What makes you feel inspired? Or like your best self? What inspires me, besides my purpose and all the adventure it brings me, is that I love helping people find the path to their purpose. Taking the knowledge and understanding from what is happening in my life and helping those around me. That inspires me. Helping people solve problems. Creating solutions. Mm -hmm. Laughter and experiences. This is when <laughs> I feel like the best version of myself. I feel complete and I feel whole. That's awesome. So what are some resources that have helped you along the way? And some resources that maybe we can link in the notes of my podcast. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you some of those, uh, those links for sure. But I, I think as a self-improvement junkie, and I know I imagine people who are listening to this podcast are very much the same. Mm -hmm. We're all kindred spirits. We all want to improve. So we all have our favorite books, we have favorite podcasts, videos, YouTube, conversations we've had with people. But here's the thing, I think the biggest thing and the resource is to never stop learning. Mm. Pursuing solutions and answers to challenges and pains are the most important things you can do. And they, the reason why is they help you. Mm -hmm. You don't just live in it, you don't live in that pain and that suffering, you find solutions to get out of it. I mean, that's what a self-improvement junkies are. And if you're listening to this and you have no idea what a self-improvement junkie is, I think you're probably picking up on it as someone that's always wanting to improve. 
And if you want to be that, that means you're already taking that step because you're obviously listening to this, my wife's beautiful podcast. I am very biased, of course. <laughs> uh, so besides the absolute wonder and excitement that comes with learning, it releases some amazing endorphins, by the way. I find that new knowledge releases new opportunities, not just in life adventures like business and community. Because I think a lot of us, when we're doing self-improvement, we got to be real honest with ourselves. We want to improve so we can live a better life, which usually means we make more money, which means we get a bigger house, which mm -hmm. gets a nicer car. We get to live in the better neighborhoods. That's kind of like a lot of us deep down inside. That's what we're going for. We're clawing after it, right? Right. But it's not about just those life adventures. It's definitely part of it. Exactly. Um, but finding within yourself a deeper and richer understanding of your purpose. I mean, that's really what's come from my experience over the last few years is as I continue to learn and I continue to grow every time I, I'm reading a book right now and it inspired me so much, I, I started crying. And I'm not one to cry. I cry over sappy movies. You know that. Right, but yeah. But I don't really cry over much else. And I was, I was almost in the level of weeping because it impacted me so deeply. Wow. And I'll say that made me richer inside. I mean, I'm a better person. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it really did. And I think we all have had different aspects of our life where that has happened and we want more of that. And the only way to do it is pursue it, right? Mm -hmm. My purpose statement continues to expand my understanding. The how of executing my why. So my why is my purpose statement. And I say purpose statement not to give it a very generic label, but it's so important because I, I can't tell you how many people I have met since I've had my purpose statement. I talk about it that actually have no idea what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. And they so desire that in their own life. So they're just trying to execute something. Right. They're just doing something in hopes that it's going to get them somewhere. But once you have that purpose, everything that follows along with that purpose is the how. It's executing the why. And that's, that's what's so powerful uh, for me. And I know we're talking about resources, but I think the biggest one, just to kind of recap that, is just it's about learning. Mm -hmm. And don't stop learning. There's fantastic books, and uh, we'll definitely I'll get you that information so that you could share that with your audience. Because there are wonderful things out there, and people need to uh, need help finding it. Because there are so much, there's so much information out there on the internet. As a tech nerd myself, I'm always swimming in that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you had mentioned uh, in our conversations earlier, wondering like, "Hey, who who's inspired you?" You know, and so right. uh, yeah, I know I'm kind of kind of jumping that. And you, uh, what well, did what did you ask? Well, you... I wanted to know the three people that have been the most influential to you. That's right. That's right. Um, Simon Sinek is one of them, and Dave Ramsey. People who are listening to this might know them well. If they're uh, self-improvement junkies, those are some pretty big names. Right. Uh, but my wife, uh, Simon and Dave have amazing insight uh, and shared resources to open my mind and are constantly inspiring and impacting. And so I just, I'm very much, if I were to give names, that's the ones that come to mind right away just because of how much they've impacted my life. Mm -hmm. But then my wife. Um, you constantly push me towards the futures I speak about and constantly encourage me to run that good race. And I would, I, I think I am very, I know I'm blessed. I can't say I think, I know I'm blessed. I, I don't know how many people out there in our life can say that their spouse is one of the top three. Uh, 
And I think that's huge to have you at my side because without you, um, we wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast together, uh, helping you have your dream come true of doing podcasts and sharing your heart and bringing amazing people in. Wait, did I just call myself amazing? <laughs> bringing awesome people away. I just call myself awesome. Bringing people in uh, so to share their hearts and to help other people that are listening. So, yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, I feel honored that I made the list. That's that's awesome. Now, I want to go back to, I'm going to throw the notes not in our notes, but I want to go back to what you said about your why. Can So for some people that maybe don't understand what that is and what that means, can you kind of elaborate on what a why is and how people come about knowing what their why might be? Yeah, and that's something that, and I, this is Simon Sinek, uh, by the way, I, I got introduced to understanding the why, and, and he actually built that all around the business. Like if, if a business understands their why, then they can actually attract the best talent, the best leadership, and attract the best customers and make the most money. Mm -hmm. But the core of that is understanding you need to know why you exist. And Simon talks about it from a business perspective, but he also talks about it from a personal perspective as well. And for me, I think we all ask whys. I, that's one thing I, I wrote in a journal the other day was the, the whys. And there's a marketing way of, it's called the five whys. You always should be asking why. When someone says something or does something, ask them why. And it, we have a six-year-old, and I think the most common word out of his mouth is why. It's true. Right? <laughs> I think our 11-year-old, especially when he asks for something, we say no, and he asks why. Uh, it's, we just want to understand because we want to connect ourselves to that understanding. So if you know a reason why something happens, you can be at peace with it. If anything, maybe even if it's something that's not something to have peace with, war right? Violence. Right. But if you understand why, you can settle it in your soul, your mind, and be at some level of peace with it. It's true. And you can come to grips. I think that's another word that we use. We can come to grips with it. When a, we've had family pass away recently, you know, in the, over a year ago, now we've had anniversaries passed with your, your sister. Mm -hmm. uh, we still don't know why. Like we understand some of the, some of the medical stuff, but we don't understand why. Right. And with that, with that grappling of not knowing the why, it caused us to not feel like we could have closure. And I think for some of us in the family, it's going to take longer than others, depending on where they're at with grasping that why. Right. So understanding the why of your individual self, not the community of people, not the community of family or the community of relationship, the individual self, without knowing your why. The, I think I've heard the, uh, the term of the wavering soul mm. or being whipped around in the storm, unable to control and understand the outcomes. Uh, I visualize uh, the story of, um, oh, this is a great time to have uh, your brain just kind of blink out on that to uh, Dorothy, uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, there Wizard it is, of Wizard of Oz. Because my mind went into the visual space of the move of the original movie of Wizard of Oz, the, the old black and white. And, and it just showed, you know, there was this uh, tornado that came, right, and took her house. Yes. And so much of us, I think if we visualize ourselves that we are that house in that tornado, and if that, when, and people are like, okay, I get that. But if you don't know your why, then you are, when you have no idea where you're going to land. land. Yeah. 
And she didn't know why it was happening, and she ended up in this in, in this fantasy world, right? But in reality, it's no different than our own life. Mm-hmm. And we try everything we can in our life to actually do stuff, to go places, to make things happen. But with, and we, some people do it better than others. And if you were, those who seem to be that we compare to be successful, if you ask them, they know what they're doing because they know why they're doing it. They have purpose. Right. The most successful people in this world, and those are people who have power and have money and have authority and have influence, good and bad, have a purpose. And they can tell you that. They know their purpose. Mm-hmm. And most of them, at least in our civilized society, write books about it. And they're in New York best times teller, uh, bestsellers, right? right. And, they're, and then there's, uh, then they make movies out of it. I mean, we and we sit there and epitomize them. We almost worship these people, but they are no different than you and I. What it is is they pursued an understanding of their why, and they went after it, and they made their why come true. Yeah, it's a really good way to put it. So what would you tell my listeners about why you feel that everyone should do some searching to find their purpose and their passions? And that goes back to a little bit of my statement I was just talking about. But if you don't know what you're made for, what your purpose is, then how can you live the most fruitful, Mm. effective, Mm -hmm. bountiful, adventurous peaceful, exciting, dynamic, and most importantly, fun life. Right? I love that. You just get stuck in the proverbial rat race, which actually makes my stomach hurt, which it might be because I'm hungry, but that word itself, (laughs) those two words really bother me. Your small dreams and little inspiration don't lead to happiness. For most of us, we end each year full of regret and undeveloped dreams. I will tell you, Sharon, that... Until the last two years, I cannot think of one end of year retrospective thinking where I felt fulfilled. Right. That's a whole nother podcast to talk about our journey coming out here. But that is the last two years. I've actually ended each year going because I understood my purpose. I've accomplished many things for it. Could I have done more? Sure. But because I had an anchor and in the twisting tornado that kept me grounded, I know where I'm going and that I will get there. And so every year is a big, bountiful and adventurous experience towards that. And so there's nothing more important in life than to know why God has made you. You have a divine purpose. So here's, here's something. I use the word divine because I firmly believe. And divine, that means destiny. And there are a lot of people like, whoa, Tim just said destiny. I'm about to check out. Don't check out. If the creator of the universe made you for a purpose and has a plan for you, then you have a destiny. Exactly. That destiny will bring you more joy and contentment than anything you could ever imagine. This world only wants to tear you down. It really is a dog-eat-dog world filled with people that will claw you back into the hole of disparity and depravity as they try to climb out themselves. I, I, I literally think of how lobsters and, and crabs are, right? When in the, the cages, mm-hmm. like one's in there, the second's in there. there as you, there's a way out of it. If they could just climb out of the hole they came in, 
But what happens is they're all clawing to pull them back in. And I cannot tell you how many people in my life, when I look back, were supposed or so-called friends, and then of course my blood family, that were stuck in that same hole and they were just dragging me back. You can only cover, un, you can only overcome this world by knowing Jesus mm. and knowing his purpose for you. Only then do you accelerate towards the life you've always dreamed of. I can promise you this, as I'm living it right now, the dreams you have, God's plans for you are bigger than you can imagine. Go get it. If I can just tell this to all the listeners, don't hesitate. Do it right now. Don't let anything distract you from finding it. Go get your purpose and go get a new life. Wow, that's that's great. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I have some fun questions for you that um, I'm going to be asking all my guest speakers. You just happen to be the first one, so yeah, you. All right, I get to break these in. All right, right, what do you got? So what does your morning routine look like? Uh, I think like most parents, uh, getting the kids ready for school in that sense. But uh, then I start my day uh, in quiet. And so I actually come down into my office. My office is in the basement. And I spend time focusing. I uh, read the Word, uh, the Bible. Uh, I have a devotion that I usually would do. And then I have a new thing that I'm started this year, uh, the five-minute journal. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a template. And you just start every day. And it, asks, it says uh, three things you're grateful for. And you fill those in. And three things that will make your day great. And then it talks about what well, a single statement, aspiration, I am. And those, that's huge. That's a, that's a whole nother podcast to talk about how that changes your mind for the day. But then I dive into uh, another thing that I'm doing for this year is reading five pages of a book every day. And so that's so I can finish a book a month. And I'm doing two books. I'm doing a small devotional and then I'm also doing a, a, another book. But by the way, and no surprise to anyone listening, they are self-improvement books. <laughs> <laughs> and then I usually am heavily inspired from that time and I take some time to write. And so I do enjoy writing. And I take that inspiration. It's a great way for, to get what I always say is the Holy Spirit's inspiration and it's wisdom that is given to me, but it's not only for me. So I type it up so that I can then share it out. So that's usually how I start my day before I actually start grinding away at work. Wow, that's awesome. That's great that you give yourself that time every day to do that. There's it's... nothing more important. I, I, I know you look at me when you say that and you have your own morning routines as well too. But I'll tell you, I have lived my life where I've let other things get in the way. And I'm actually at a point that I'm angry. I just posted that on Facebook going, life is going to get in the way of you getting what you know you need. Exactly. And if you don't fight for it, those other things will beat you. Mm-hmm. And I don't tolerate distractions anymore. That's my sacred time. That's what I need to do. And now, of course, if a meeting falls into that place, then I have to, and that's the struggle. I'm still, I'm human. I'm working through it. I'm not some superhero. It's just, I have to do it a little bit later. Um, I am not a morning person. So all you people are like, oh, you know, all the, all the, you know, those great people wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Maybe someday I'll do that. But right now I sure don't like doing that. So (laughs) I just get my day started a little bit later with that. But uh, it is absolutely, if I can leave any, uh, any advice is, do not let your morning quiet time and your devoted time to yourself get taken by anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just did a challenge recently in my podcast group 
for people to take at least 20 to 30 minutes every day for the last 30 days of the year because it's important having that time to yourself and it showing yourself that you're just as important as anything else going on. And so that's huge. I love that you said that, that you're just as important. And I would, I would even add to that, that you are the most important thing. Yes. Now I know we're in this whole, um, self love hashtag self love okay. and, and there's a good reason for that but if you if you connect it to the fact that god created you and your number one priority is your is your relationship with the lord above all else so that means you have to focus on yourself mm -hmm. to be able to get that time to do those things that you know will get you that time with the lord right so it's not hashtag self-love. It's all about me and I'm conceited and the world is, you know, it, it needs to leave me alone. It's the fact that Jesus every day went off and was quiet right. because he devoted it. He realized he, and it's not, you realize he knows that that's what has to happen for him to be the best he can be is he needs to reconnect with the one who made him. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So number two, what is your favorite word? Oh, well, that's probably my word of the year. Last year was intentional. Mm -hmm. And uh, you got me this, I think, intent.org. Is that what it's called? It's the bracelet? Myintent.org. My so that is an awesome thing. And it's a kit that you can actually make your own. You stamp with like metal stamps and a hammer into these um, washers and you put your word and it's this cool little bracelet. Uh, mine this year is focus. Okay. And that is my year. Focus. Focus. That's a good, that's a good word. And what is one thing that you can't do without from day to day? Oh, and I've learned this recently. It's sleep. <laughs> I know there are people out there that go to bed at three o'clock in the morning and get up at five or six. I, I we experienced that with that windstorm we had recently where we went to bed at two yes. and we were up at six. Yes. I was completely dysfunctional. And it's, I know everyone's like, oh, I know I'm supposed to get sleep. But I'm like, oh my gosh, for me... Sleep is so important. I can I can live with almost anything out of my life. I can I can deal with it, right? I love food, so yes, I got I got to eat, but sleep for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, well, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, it's been a pleasure. And I hope you guys tune in uh, next time. We will be discussing some exciting um, topics and div digging into a little bit more about finding your purpose and making that time for yourselves. So as always, live with a little more purpose and I will talk to you guys next time.